Welcome to Ellie's Coffee Talks, the podcast featuring creative entrepreneurs in the Basel area over the best cups of coffee in the best cafes. Hello, Ali. Hi. Welcome to today's Ellie's Coffee Talks. We are here in Zurich, where you live at Mame, I believe it's called, the most hipster coffee place of all. <laughs> so hipster, we love it. <laughs> And we just um, finished a photo shoot, and it was so fun. At the lake, in nature, not at the cafe. It's a gorgeous autumn day, it was perfect. It was so much fun, I, yeah. I, I don't want to start with promotion, but I think I just did. <laughs> I'm glad that you enjoyed it, it was fun for me too. So you're a photographer? Yes. And your specialty is... Women entrepreneurs? Yes, so I, I do personal branding photography for female entrepreneurs in Switzerland. Should I say anything else? <laughs> And, yes, please. <laughs> we, had, we talked basically the whole day. Mm-hmm. and I, I know everything and I would and I always <laughs> wish that I can capture that on mm-hmm. the recorder. Yeah. So basically everything we talked about this morning and this afternoon. <laughs> We're just going to go over it again. <laughs> can you repeat, please? <laughs> no, so you are from the U.S. and yes. you got here how many years ago? Eight years ago, almost nine years ago. Wow. Yeah, how do you like it? it? I love it here. I feel like the moment I got off the plane, I just found my home. And wow. I just, I've never looked back. So I'm, I feel very grateful for Switzerland. That's so nice. And um, you found the, the season, for example, very different because you come from Utah. Yes. And it's, it's Utah's not a desert. The same. <laughs> <laughs> so I had, I had to really get used to rain. I mean, we had snow in Utah, but it's not the same. <laughs> and what about the, the people here? It's, it's so different. <laughs> I mean, you know the typical Americans that are very, like, fake and... But I feel like Utah is, like, the most concentrated form of fake people. <laughs> I shouldn't say this. I'm not saying it. She's people might it. listen to this from Utah, but I, it's just not really my thing. Like, I love how people here, you know what they think of you. Mm. It's not like they're going to uh, yeah. be so nice to you and then go say something mean. I mean... I moved out of Utah when I was 18, so fresh out of high school. So that's my only experience, is growing up there. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it's like to be an adult there. Mm-hmm. So and it's, it's okay hard like to... That. Yeah, it's hard to compare, because I only yeah. know adulthood in Switzerland, and I only yeah. know childhood in the U.S. Yeah. But it's very different. <laughs> so you moved here after high school mm-hmm. with your half-American, half-Swiss husband yes so when I was 18 we got engaged and I was like let's move to Switzerland and he was like that's crazy you've never been there before and so I said okay let's go and we came and visited for Christmas and I ended up flying back to Utah by myself because Mm -hmm. when we got here we decided to stay Mm -hmm. so I went back to the U.S. I got rid of our car I got rid of all of our stuff I bought a wedding dress I got all my documents and I came back two weeks later wow two weeks two weeks later yeah <laughs> it was a very stressful two weeks <laughs> that must have been super efficient though to get all the paperwork yeah it was 
pretty crazy. <laughs> but that's how, yeah, you wanted to do that and you did it. And Yeah, we felt ready. We were yeah. excited. And he was there to study, right? Because he grew up here. Yeah, he grew up here in Zurich. And so the reason I flew back by myself was because he stayed and started looking for apprenticeships. Mm -hmm. He immediately started trying to start his education, getting accepted to somewhere. So it was, it was definitely a whirlwind of a year. Mm. <laughs> well, that's so cool. Years later, you're here having a successful business. Yeah. I look back and I'm like, what an idiot. <laughs> like, why would you? You're dumb, but <laughs> it worked out. <laughs> no. But yeah, you went through different phases, right? Yeah, of course. And so you experimented a lot. Mm -hmm. And then now you're where you're now. Do you yeah. want to share a little bit about everything you experimented with? Yeah, sure. So when we first moved here, um, it kind of the whole first year was a whirlwind. And I feel like one day I woke up and I was living in a foreign country and I was married <laughs> and my husband was a student and I was the one financially supporting us at 18 years old. And the only thing I felt qualified, or maybe I wasn't even qualified for this, but the only job I felt like I could get was working as a nanny. Mm. And I liked working as a nanny, but it was not in any sense of the word creative, creatively fulfilling in any way. And I'm a very creative person. Yeah. So I just felt like my soul was slowly dying. Like, I understand mothers that struggle because it was... In some ways, it's fulfilling because you get that, like, connection with a small child, and that's very special, but I just felt like I wasn't working towards anything, and I, like, I was so unhappy, and it happened so fast. Like, I, w I wasn't even working for, I think, six months before I was like, oh my gosh, is wow. this, I, like, mm -hmm. I felt like this was the rest of my life, and I felt mm -hmm. trapped in it, and I felt just so unhappy. Mm -hmm. I felt like I needed to be learning and growing and progressing and I just wasn't but that felt very stagnant yeah. it's pretty amazing that you thought that at 18 already yeah you know, that sounds like <laughs> at 30 40 50 mm -hmm. but and I felt it so strongly I remember yeah. so many long emotional conversations with my husband being like I don't know what to do and yeah. so I just kind of started throwing myself into whatever creative avenues my soul felt called to yeah. And I wanted so badly a nice camera. I didn't know why. I didn't know how to take pictures. I just felt so drawn to it. And one day my husband came home. He spent every franc we had. And he came home and he, and he bought me a camera. And I was so excited. We were so scared because it was the most money we had ever spent on anything. But I just like from there I experimented with photos and videos and I even at that time was really into makeup and I started making YouTube videos and I just let my soul do whatever creative projects that it wanted for years I just kind of learned and I I had a podcast and like I did so many things and they're really if I really think about it like it was kind of like someone from the outside could say like you were just wasting money that mm -hmm. you didn't really have mm -hmm. But I just felt so fulfilled yeah. by that. It was almost like a creative playground for me. Yeah. Like I would go to work and I would take care of the kids and I would come home and I would just dive into whatever mm -hmm. my heart felt like doing that day. Mm -hmm. And I, it was just so fun and exciting. And it's been, you know, it's been eight years. And I feel like I've really 
had the space to hone in on what I really want to mm -hmm. create. And now I have a full-time business and I work with female entrepreneurs and it is the most fulfilling thing I have ever done. Mm -hmm. And do you think your life would have been completely or your professional life would have been completely different in the, in the U.S. back home? It's hard to say because I think I always kind of had an inkling for photography. I always was interested in photography. But I don't know if I would have worked so hard for something if it wasn't if it wasn't so uncomfortable for me mm -hmm. to stay where I was. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I was in a foreign country. I didn't know the language. I didn't have any friends. I was working a job that I didn't necessarily love. And because of that, I felt like I had nothing to lose. Mm -hmm. But also I had everything to lose because... I felt like I didn't have very much, like yeah. no friends, no family nearby, except for my husband's family who I was getting to know and that was mm -hmm. scary. I mm -hmm. just felt like every moment of my life was outside of my comfort zone. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, I have to do this. I have to fight for my own happiness. Otherwise this whole experience is going to be Awful. miserable. Yeah. And we did move here with the intention on staying here forever. Oh, yeah. So I was like, I have to, I can't just let life happen to yeah, me. Yeah. I have to create the life that I had envisioned moving here, which was free and joyful and happy and, you know, all those good things. Yeah, it's great. It's very inspiring. Do you, what were you doing as a kid? Photography already? Or what kind of creative? No, growing up I was really into performing. So I was really into singing and mm -hmm. being in plays and... Yeah, I, I feel like I was talking to my husband the other day and I was saying, I feel like there's so many creative things mm -hmm. that I could have done and been just as fulfilled. Mm. This is just the thing that I stumbled upon and mm. stuck with. Like I could have been an actress mm -hmm. and loved it. I could have been a jewelry maker and loved it. Like I feel like my heart is just called to so many things and it took me a long time to figure out just one thing to, to really stick with. Yeah. But yeah, I feel like I've always just not that loved long creativity because you were 18. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. And now you take singing lessons? I don't anymore. I don't really. I mean, I sing for myself in the shower, but <laughs> <laughs> I don't really feel the need to. Because I feel already creatively yeah. fulfilled yeah. from my business. Yeah. But I feel like if I ever needed it, it's there. It helped me throughout all my years in high school to keep me sane and keep me mm. joyful and happy. I feel like I'm so grateful for singing because I did that for so many years and it brought me so much joy and now it's like this is the wow. next chapter. What, what do you think or what do you feel that creativity is? How would you describe creative entrepreneur or work? I really feel like creativity, creativity is just like a way of connection. It's like it's like souls connecting like like when I work with a female entrepreneur to create photos for her business it's like I get to like look into her soul and be like who are you and what are you building and what are your dreams and how can we portray that and how can we portray you in a digital way and to me it's it's just all about connection we're all just trying to connect and what I feel like I do is help these women to connect with their 
audience online, which is so difficult to do. It's so difficult to actually connect through the internet. So I feel like you're yeah, helping them do all that. creativity is just we're just connecting to each other on such an emotional level and to yourself as well. You think? Yeah. 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 Uh, this conversation just got better. <laughs> yeah, I never thought of it this way, but mm. I thought of it as expressing yourself. Mm -hmm. But this is beautiful. Thank yeah, because if we create, we're expressing ourselves. Mm -hmm. But if we're consuming other people's creativity, it's like we get a little peek into their soul and who yeah. they are deep down, not yeah. just who they are on the surface. And I think that's just so beautiful. It is. And what a what a pleasure that we get to experience that of each yeah. other. Yeah, and I feel you really did it well this today. You know, with everything we did, I looked at the result, and I don't didn't even see the final result. Mm -hmm. But I'm like, oh, she got like a few times. I I told you that's actually what I wanted to do. Like yeah. the leaf thing. Like or, I read your mind. Yeah. <laughs> and it's amazing. Yeah. And it's like, you know more what I want than myself. Yeah. You know? I feel like that's, that's like a strength of mine. And I feel like that's <laughs> kind of tooting my own horn. But I feel like I have a little bit of an intuition mm -hmm. of like, I can look at you and look at what you've created so far and see <laughs> what you need to bring you closer to the goals that you have for the future and just help you to express yourself in a way that's authentic and not mm -hmm. well let's just copy these Instagram photos yeah. that this other person did but like yeah. who are you and what makes yeah. you special and yeah. how can we portray that that is amazing thanks <laughs> let's see uh, where we get on this podcast like <laughs> I'm so, yeah, blown away by your answers, you know, it's like, really? <laughs> oh my god, this is like spiritual shit, <laughs> spiritual, creative, entrepreneur, you know, yeah, Even exactly, we don't say it, but, yeah, that's really what that's, it is, because working on, for yourself is working on yourself, yeah, exactly, yeah. What does a regular day for you look like if you have one? I feel like my day looks different every day. Not because like, oh, I'm an entrepreneur and I do different tasks every day. <laughs> but because I, I really built my business in a way where I want to be able to kind of like, how do I even explain that? You know how people say, oh, you should eat intu intuitively. Mm -hmm. I want to do everything intuitively. Mm -hmm. I want to edit photos when I feel creative to do that. I want to take a slow morning if I feel like I need that. I want to sit and watch Netflix if I need to. Like, I want to just... I feel like that's the deepest way that I can care for myself. Yeah. It's just let my needs... I don't even know how you would say that. Just let my let my creativity be the boss instead uh, of me saying oh it's eight o'clock in the morning it's time for me to edit photos because sometimes I'm not feeling creative at eight o'clock in the morning so I just say like if it's 
two o'clock in the morning and I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm so excited to edit these photos. That's what I'll do. Instead, like I'm, I'm not a schedule person. I probably should be, <laughs> but I'm just not. <laughs> That's amazing for me to hear because I'm not a schedule person mm -hmm. and I always meet people who are, you know, very yeah. And it makes you feel like, oh, like shit. Yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. Ah, I need a routine. I need this. I need that. Especially as an entrepreneur, it's like so many people are like, if you want to be successful, mm -hmm. you have to wake up at five o'clock in the morning and do this and yeah. journal and this, yeah. and this and this. And I'm like, <laughs> go to the gym. That makes me feel like crap if I do wow. that. If I wake up early and I journal and like, you know, some days that's really what I want to do. And some days, not. I want to lay in bed and just. Yeah, because we're women also, right? Maybe yes. it's different for men who can be um, as efficient. Like every day, they can be pretty efficient, mm -hmm. and we can't because exactly. we have this cycle. And I really notice it. Like this exactly. week, I had to take a day off work. Mm. I was exhausted because I had my period. And yeah. we're just gonna talk about it. And actually, I think we should have a day off work yeah. as women, or two, a month, or four. <laughs> <laughs> and because I was so exhausted, I was not mm -hmm. productive at all. And then I'm just like, Ugh. and pushing through, yeah, doesn't help. No, you're not more productive if you just push through it. No, you're gonna be even more exhausted the next day, right? But then exactly. I took, I felt really guilty, but I because I didn't have fever or anything, right? So yeah. I was like, okay, I'm gonna say I'm sick, but mm -hmm. yeah. I'm not and I'm just gonna go to the hairdresser and go for this long walk because mm. I had so much pain in my body that yeah. I was like exactly. that's what I need that's intuitively what I needed and I mm -hmm. did it so felt guilty not there yet that's the worst but... part is the guilt yeah. it's like I'm gonna do this and then I'm not gonna enjoy it because I feel guilty about it <laughs> yeah, yeah that's the most frustrating it, it still worked because the next day I was like I was on fire I was yes. like so happy so much energy so yeah I think and I think that's the hardest part for me like it's not that I didn't like taking care of kids as a nanny it's that my time was so structured mm. and it was it just was not good for my mental health I felt like I didn't get to ever do anything when I felt called to do it like sometimes I would get home from work and I felt creative before lunch that day and the time had passed And then I felt like, well, what a waste. Yeah. Now yeah. I'm just going to lay around yeah. and be sad about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and sometimes I feel like I have so much energy, you know, mm -hmm. and I have to go for a run or whatever. But when you're not, when you still work at the office, you can't, yeah. you know, yeah. it's like... You feel oh, stuck and you have feel trapped. to do that. Yeah. Yeah. So... Thanks for sharing that. It makes me feel so much better. It's the best way, I think. I think that it's such a shame that the the working world is so structured because so many people don't work like that. And then you feel like there's something wrong with me yes. because everyone else is yes. fine and I'm here struggling mentally. Yes. Yes. And guilt. Yeah. Huh? And it's so back. easy to get depressed when you're forcing your body to live in a cycle that just doesn't fit I'm not a morning person mm -hmm. and that's okay <laughs> <laughs> yes and so you think that's part of your self-care practice to just take care of your just follow your intuition follow your creativity yeah 
Because if I do it any other way, then my work isn't as good. Mm. And my priority is to produce the best mm-hmm. photos for my clients mm-hmm. that I can. And if I'm showing up to a shoot tired mm-hmm. because I tried to wake up at 5.30 in the morning mm. and I'm stressed because I forced myself to edit a shoot when I wasn't feeling creative, like that, that doesn't help anybody. So you refuse shoots at 6 a.m.? Yes. <laughs> yes. Cool. So it's every day different, and you that's how you take care of yourself. I love it. Yeah. I try do... my best. It doesn't always work. Yeah. I mean, sometimes the schedule's full. and yeah. But I try to say I have three shoots in three days. I will take the next two days oh. to just be home in my pajamas and have messy hair and just kind of recoup from that. I'm yeah. so introverted. I need that. I think so many of us need that. And I don't know how people... I mean, I don't know how I push through it. It's just, it's so taxing on your mind. Yeah. So you need your time off. Uh, yes. Isolated. Yes. Even if I'm still working, I just need, like, yeah. Yeah. just to be alone, to not have to look nice for anybody. <laughs> and I, I guess you, you, because you said you're intuitive, so I guess you feel a lot also what other people feel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is a blessing and a curse. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Because I feel like sometimes it's, it can be overwhelming. Mm-hmm. I feel like sometimes I kind of absorb the way other people are feeling about things. And I think, like, someone will tell me, oh, this thing was so annoying. And then I think so much about it. Like, they forgot about it. And I'm still thinking about it. Mm-hmm. So what do you do about it? What do you, how do you deal with it? I really have to mentally say, okay, this is not my mm-hmm. thing. Like, even with my husband, if my husband is stressed about Mm. schoolwork, I used to get so stressed out. Mm -hmm. And it's nothing, it's not in my hands, it's not in my control. I mean, it affects me if he does bad in school, whatever. But I just had to say, like, okay, he did bad on this test. I have to just let it go. Mm -hmm. I have to, like, close my eyes and be like, this is not my thing. Mm -hmm. Take a deep breath and just let it go. Because Mm -hmm. it doesn't help me to worry about other people's things that I can't control like mm-hmm. if I can help yeah I'm, I'm mm-hmm. there to help mm-hmm. but and you can take that step back and notice when that yeah. happens that it's not your feeling it's the other person's feeling yeah exactly yeah but that took some years to learn or yes of course yeah <laughs> I just feel like I feel things so deeply mm-hmm. and I'm so sensitive mm-hmm. that I have to protect myself Mm -hmm. like there are some people that I cannot spend too much time with and I just have to say like it it might hurt their feelings and I feel sorry about that but Mm -hmm. I have to protect Mm -hmm. myself otherwise you're so tired exactly yeah Yeah. interesting (laughs) and do you have other self-care practices oh it always changes depending Mm -hmm. on the day Mm -hmm. um Sometimes I just need to, honestly, sometimes I just need to lay in bed with no phone, with no music, Ah, with no TV, and just, like, let myself process things. And sometimes I'll journal it out, sometimes I won't. I just need, like, it's almost like my brain is full. It's, like, full of papers, and I just need to file them, file all my thoughts where they need to go, And I'm not the type of person, like, sometimes people tell me conversations they have with other people. And I'm like, I have no idea how you, how you responded 
within that conversation because I'll have a conversation with someone mm-hmm. and I won't give much of a response and then later I'll like really think about it and be like oh yeah this is what I think about that but I can't in that moment I can't be like yeah this is my opinion mm-hmm. it takes me a lot of time mm-hmm. to process mm-hmm. and which is weird and my husband hates it but because <laughs> in fights I'm like I just need like 24 hours to just like think about this I don't know yeah 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 no, but there we're all. I don't know if you know about human design. No. Or all these kind of, I don't know, not trends, but it's like you you have four types of um, people, mm-hmm. like the manifestors, I don't projector, mm-hmm. whatever, and we're all more one. It's like oh. in Ayurveda, you're more Vata, Pitta, Kapha. It's kind of like an enneagram, like personality type. Yeah. Interesting. And yeah, there are people who uh, need 24 hours or maybe 28 days or yeah. some people can react immediately. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's very interesting. Crazy. And the more you know yourself, you can You can make those boundaries and, yeah. with people. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I lately, I have to say that, and it sucks, but <laughs> that's just how it is. I'm, I cannot listen to more podcasts, or I cannot oh. have any more information coming in. Yeah. It's too much. So, I'm like you, I'm going to just cook, or just go to bed, or just, you know, do yeah. one thing. And, and I, sometimes I'm not the best at that. Like, sometimes I do it anyways just because I want to listen mm-hmm. to this podcast mm-hmm. and it's entertaining mm-hmm. and then later I regret it because <laughs> then my brain just feels yeah. so full and I yeah. feel like I didn't get anything out yeah. of it And because we're yeah. so into this consumption of information right now yeah everywhere internet sound everything yeah Every, exactly signs and yeah right now maybe it's the letting go of all I don't know yeah. <laughs> and I feel like that's why our generation struggles so much with being mindful. It's because we never have time where our mind is just quiet. We're always listening to podcasts, watching YouTube videos, mm-hmm. doing two things, three things at the same time. Yeah. Watching Netflix, looking at Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> like, yes. It's just never quiet. And no wonder our minds are so crazy. erratic and crazy mm-hmm. and full and mm-hmm. overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just coming back to basics. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just take a walk in the forest yeah. silently. Leave your yeah. phone at home. Yeah. It's fine. Just take pictures, but put it on plane <laughs> mode. <laughs> exactly, yes. Yeah. Uh, any other tool or practice? Like, you would would you go to nature to relax? I do breathe? go to nature at times. I go to therapy. I really worked hard on not... So my tendency is to, if I'm feeling strong emotions, to just turn inwards. Mm -hmm. And over the years, I've really had to work hard to, instead of just turning inwards and not talking to anyone about it and just like stewing in it, to turning to my husband and like letting him into, okay, this is what I'm struggling with. This is how I'm feeling about it. Mm. Being able to tell him, I need help with this or I just need you to listen or I just need you to hold me for a while or mm-hmm. just it, when we first got married even just like the simple little communications was so difficult for me 
and it's lonely what a lonely way to live so mm-hmm. it took me a long time but now I feel like I can consciously think what do I need in this moment do I need to be alone mm-hmm. do, should I turn to someone else should I turn to creativity like what do I need in this moment mm-hmm. that's going to help me to work through this without numbing without just turning to Netflix and just like I just want to forget about it for a minute like no I want to work through this but what do I need right now in order to actually feel the emotions deal with what is happening and then heal from it that's amazing yeah I mean I'm not perfect at it but that's my goal yeah (laughs) and how long ago did you start doing this did you start realizing, oh, I actually need, or or thanks to what in particular, or mm. who? I honestly think that it was from, I think it was about three years ago I decided, okay, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do a business. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be a photographer. Or maybe it was longer than that. I don't remember. But it was... There's something about being a photographer that you're like, I feel so alone in this. I need someone, just anybody, somebody give me some advice, like something. Mm -hmm. And I think that was the point where I was like, okay, I have to turn to my husband. I have to ask for help. I have to ask for advice. And then from there, it started trickling from not only my business, but also I was realizing, oh, I can actually do this in all hmm, places in life and oh I don't need I don't have to just go to my husband I can go to friends I can go to other family members and that was a big deal for me (laughs) that was like a huge breakthrough like I can talk to people (laughs) about my problems yeah yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. and then did you maybe did you notice that they shared then their problems or struggle more with you if you started to share or they were already doing it? I think they were already doing it. And that's why it was such like a light bulb moment. I was like, wow, why was this so easy for everyone else and so difficult mm-hmm. for me? Like, for everyone else, it's just common sense. Mm-hmm. And for me, it was like, I had to consciously... Like, I remember one day I was sitting in my bathroom. I had just... Something went really wrong in my business. I can't even remember what it was. And I was feeling so crappy. And it had been like two days since whatever happened happened. And I was just like, there was just like a black cloud over me and I couldn't shake it. And I remember thinking, why don't I just go talk to my husband about this? Yeah. And that was like the first time in my whole marriage that I was like, of course I talked to him before that about things. But if it was something big and it was something I hadn't worked through myself yet, mm-hmm. I would keep it to myself. And so I was like, maybe he could help me to process this too. And I remember being like, okay, being really nervous and going and telling him about it. And he was like, oh my gosh, why didn't you tell me? Like, this is huge and you're so sad. And mm. and I was just like, oh, this actually feels good. This actually mm-hmm. feels better mm-hmm. than just bottling it up mm-hmm. and keeping it to myself Mm -hmm. and if you don't do that you actually develop little addictions right we all have Mm -hmm. them still yeah for sure alcohol i mean maybe we don't but (laughs) chocolate chocolate we that we do (laughs) yeah netflix also yeah yeah it's a big one instagram 
Yeah. Even though it's awesome. But it's awesome. It's a blessing and a curse. <laughs> <laughs> right. What are your near future projects for the business? I've really been toying with the idea lately of creating events. Of maybe teaming up with a makeup artist or a stylist right. or someone who does manicures and like making time slots for women and they can come they can get their makeup done they can you know just the things that make it a little bit more stressful when you're doing a photo shoot like yeah, crap I have totally. this photo shoot I don't freaking know how to do my makeup I don't mm -hmm. I just want to make it so simple for women I want it to be like a I nice want them experience. to walk out feeling like that was so fun yeah. and I loved that because yeah. it's fun for me so I want everyone to experience how fun being in front of the camera actually can be it doesn't have to be so scary and so i mean it's it's out of your comfort zone but it, that can also be exciting mm -hmm, instead of mm -hmm. stressful stressful yeah. and terrifying and uncomfortable awkward yeah mm -hmm. can tell you all the feelings i had today <laughs> but yes in, and you have one event like that coming up right yeah yeah when is it on the first of november i have to post this podcast really soon <laughs> And it's in Zurich, right? Yeah. So we rented out a studio space and we have a fashion stylist and a makeup artist. And we're just like, you know what? You sign up and we're going to take care of you. You don't have to think about it. That is you get to work with me when it comes to your branding. Like, yeah. what kind of photos do we yeah. need? What kind of props should we use? And you don't have to think about your outfits. You can just show up, right. grab oh a glass of champagne, and we just go. And it's going to be fun. We're going to have music, and yeah. it's going to be amazing. I'll register <laughs> after that. <laughs> what kind of other so events where the magic happens, basically? Yeah, I mean, I I kind of have always run my business in a way where I just go where I feel called. Mm -hmm. And right now, that's doing photography for female entrepreneurs. Mm -hmm. And I'm also starting to add branding videos to my portfolio. I'm Video was something that I did for a long time, just for fun, for creative fulfillment. And now I'm starting to work that into my business just because I feel called to it who knows maybe in five years maybe I'll be teaching maybe like I have maybe no idea <laughs> <laughs> yeah so I feel I I love that I don't feel stuck yeah. like I feel like I can do I can pivot wherever yeah. I feel like I need to yeah. pivot it's endless possibilities are endless yeah. in this kind of business yeah and I, feel, I just feel so excited about yeah. it <laughs> That's so cool, right? Yeah. Waking up every morning, I guess, <laughs> feeling like, woo, my life is awesome. Yeah, I dreamed of this for so long. Mm -hmm. So I can't believe that I actually get to do what I was working so hard for. Mm -hmm. I didn't think that I would ever get to do it. Mm -hmm. So it's amazing. What do you think got you here? Uh, so we already said the drive to mm -hmm. not do babysitting anymore. Mm -hmm that you didn't like that so you really made it happen to have it your own business but mm -hmm. why do you think you got successful <laughs> I think it's because I really do focus on the connection I really focus on the connection between me and my clients it's not just 
this is a yeah. financial transaction. Yeah. This is business, business. Yeah. Like, of course, that's yeah. part of it. Yeah. And I don't enjoy that part of it, but it comes with it. But I just focus on, like, as soon as I get an inquiry from a new woman, I'm like, okay, tell me about your business. Mm. How did you get here? What are mm. your goals? And I just, it's so fun for me. I feel like every time I walk out of a photo shoot, I have a new friend. Mm-hmm. And it's so fun for me. <laughs> yes, I love it. Yeah, it's really So cool. I hope, I mean, I hope that that's coming across to my clients. Yeah. And I hope that that is helping. I feel like that's what sets me apart from other photographers. Mm-hmm. Do, you, do you have to refuse? Um, or did it happen that you didn't want to work with some people? Mm, there are some people that are more draining than others Mm -hmm. but I don't feel like I mean maybe in the future there will be people that I'm like "Mm, it it doesn't work but I think right now I'm just I'm still in the learning phase where I want to work with people who are different from me because I want to learn how to work with those people Mm -hmm. it's not just like oh I want to work with people who are just like me Mm -hmm. like I want to be able to make everybody feel good Mm -hmm. I want to learn how to communicate with everyone so that everyone can feel comfortable in front of the camera Mm -hmm. (laughs) cool what would you do with more time do you feel like you have more time uh, enough time already I mean I don't think anybody feels like they have enough time (laughs) that's funny (laughs) I just feel like I built my business in a way where I don't want to feel like I have to constantly be hustling mm-hmm. like there's busier times there's more calm times but my goal is not to have be to busy all the be time. Bu- yeah busy is not a, cool. a goal of mine mm-hmm. like I want to have time with my family I want to be able to travel and just be free mm-hmm. so that's really my goal I feel like in the U.S. it's a re- it's a thing hustle yes. hustle hustle it's and I also don't believe in it mm-hmm. and a lot of podcasts I listen to mm-hmm. talk about yeah I hustled and hustled and hustled I worked 80 hours a week I'm like I work 40 oh. I die already you know <laughs> yeah that's <laughs> and wild I don't know how people do but then what happens often is they have health issues you know they yeah. end up with health issues that's true so I wonder I know it's not worth it you know mm-hmm. and then the question one of the podcasts I was listening to was Can you actually make it without hustling? You're the proof that you can. I mean, there were phases in the building, in the building, what is what is the word I'm looking for? In like the building process mm-hmm. of my business mm-hmm. where I wouldn't necessarily call it a hustle, but I would call it the season of yes, where mm. I just said yes to everything because I wanted just like creatively, I wanted to try it all. I wanted to see what I felt drawn to and what I didn't. So I tried family yeah. photography, I yeah. tried weddings, I, I tried mm-hmm. everything. And mm-hmm. now I know what I like mm-hmm. and what I don't like. And mm-hmm. that that's what brought me to where I am today, where I know I want to work with female entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to work with brides. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I do occasionally if it feels right. And you have a funny story? Um, not specifically. It's just like the feeling. <laughs> the feeling okay. of a wedding is high stress Mm. and they're very long full days Mm -hmm. and I just felt like that doesn't work with my energy levels Mm -hmm. I have a chronic illness and I have to watch my energy Mm -hmm. and that wasn't something that I felt like 
like I liked it for a time, but I also felt like I can't keep this up. Like, mm -hmm. what if I, mm -hmm. what if I become successful in this? Mm -hmm. I'm going to hate my life. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, okay, I have to pivot because this is mm -hmm. not working. But I'm glad yeah, I did it because now yeah, I never have to wonder like, with rose-colored glasses, like, oh, weddings look so amazing, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. you get paid so well, and mm -hmm. I know yeah. I'd, I don't want to do that on a regular basis. Mm -hmm. Too much pressure. What would you do with more time? Uh, more, sorry, more money. With more money? Or again, maybe you feel like you have enough? <laughs> of course. Uh, I would probably just travel more. Yeah. I feel like travel is the most priceless experience whether that's going to a new place or whether that's just going back to Utah and visiting family I feel like traveling is freedom and I never knew that growing up in a in a little state in the US I didn't even think I would ever get to leave the US and so now I'm like I feel free I can jump on a train and go to Paris if I wanted to like I I'm free because I feel comfortable and safe with travel. And you can also bring your work everywhere. Yeah, that's true. I, I love the idea. I'll probably never do this, but I love the idea of being able to be like, hey, next week I'm going to be in Morocco. Who wants a photo shoot? And like have a full, a full schedule of photo shoots. And like, hey, I'm going to be in France. And then people are like, oh, I'll book you. I, right now I'm only Switzerland based mm -hmm. which I kind of love because mm -hmm. I don't necessarily know if I ever want to travel specifically for work I think that would take the fun out of it <laughs> you think? I think it would yeah. like to take pictures but for yourself when you travel I do love taking pictures for myself when I travel I, won't, I don't know maybe I would enjoy it but we can I don't know organize I that you know <laughs> <laughs> let's try it if you live somewhere else book me <laughs> Anybody? Anybody? <laughs> What is your absolute, maybe it is travel, favorite thing to do on your time off? Ooh. Or top three? Mm, I love, my favorite thing in the whole world is having long, deep conversations with people who are open. Just like this. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> It's just like, the most like deeply it like, just like fills my cup whether mm -hmm. that's having a long conversation with my husband mm -hmm. or a really good friend it's just there's something so special about it and I think it's, it's not it's not the most common to find a person that you feel comfortable opening up to and they feel comfortable opening up to you like it's just such a special connection mm -hmm. and sometimes I like I'll meet a friend and I'll be comfortable and I'm like yes and they're like oh my gosh no <laughs> and really? I'm like yeah I, maybe it's because I'm from the US mm -hmm. and in the US there's a lot of surface level relationships like friendships and that just I cannot handle it mm -hmm. I just it makes me so frustrated because I'm like mm -hmm. let's talk about our childhoods yeah. <laughs> Let's have a therapy session together. Yeah. And people are like, no. Who's your therapist? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I just, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just such an open person yeah. that it, it like frustrates me if someone else is not. And not that they should feel bad if they're not. I'm just like, let's go deep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. Yeah. That's amazing too. That's the whole business. Yeah, yeah. Anything else? 
on the top list. What was the question again? What would I <laughs> what would I do in my free time? <laughs> What's your absolute mm. favorite thing? Um, honestly, taking photos. Is that no? That's not free time because that's what I do for work. <laughs> but taking but photos honestly, on holiday. Yeah, or just honestly anytime. Like I made my photo shoots longer in my business. Like I made the photo shoot itself longer without raising the price just because I love the part of the photo shoot. Mm. And I'm like, no, I want, let's just take our time. Like mm -hmm. this is so fun. Mm -hmm. And so honestly, like photos, video, whether I'm doing it for myself or doing it for someone else. It's just it's beautiful. It's just the best. Mm. <laughs> How cool. We have some interesting things coming up. More business-like. Okay. What did you learn on your journey to entrepreneurship? Mm. I feel like being an entrepreneur is like holding a mirror up to yourself. Mm. Like you cannot hide from your struggles. <laughs> like you have to yes. take care of yourself because if, if you don't, then you just crumble and then you fail. So I feel like I have learned so much about myself. I have learned how to connect with other women. I've learned how to communicate in a way that I think helps to make others feel comfortable. Yeah, it's just really helped me to, in a very fast way, get to know myself on a very deep level. And because of that, I feel like I can... I guess this I guess you need context to kind of understand this because I'm very introverted and when I moved to Switzerland I was like a scared little puppy. I didn't make friends for years. I was scared of everything, everyone. I was scared to speak German because I was scared of making mistakes. I was just terrified mm -hmm. all the time. Mm -hmm. And so being able to grow and develop and be in a place where I'm doing photo shoots for mm -hmm. other women mm -hmm. in the city. That might not sound like a big deal to people, but to me that that's a huge deal. Because mm -hmm. coming from where I was to where I am now, to where I'm guiding these women, and mm -hmm. some of these women have had huge careers already, and now they're starting mm -hmm. entrepreneurship, and sometimes that can be intimidating. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, it's just really helped me to get to know myself and also develop parts of myself that I feel like somewhat come naturally but you have to you have to foster your talents in order for them to grow and get better and so I feel like I've been able to say okay I'm good at this how can I use this as a strength like I feel very comfortable being myself and opening up on social media mm -hmm. that is not something mm -hmm. that most people mm -hmm. are comfortable mm -hmm. with and For a long time, I was like, well, I just post weird things. And now I'm like, no, this is this is a strength of mine where people can connect with me mm -hmm. through Instagram and feel comfortable enough to book. Mm -hmm. Like, that's mm -hmm. huge. Mm -hmm. And you think you... So it works both. You said you work on yourself also. Yes. Like, yeah. it goes with it. It's the full package. You have to, yeah. You have to. There's no option. <laughs> It's kind of like when you get into a relationship with someone and you realize, like, oh, I need to work on my temper or, mm. you know, this or mm. that. Mm. Or, like, getting married and being in a new family. It's, mm -hmm. you just, it makes you realize the things that you struggle with mm -hmm. and you, either you fix them mm -hmm. and you work on them 
or it drags you down. Can you share a bit more about that? I mean, we're drifting of the, the business thing, but it goes with it, right? The, in the relationship, how did you work on yourself in the relationship, in the new country, with the new family? Mm. I mean, oh man, it was rough. Tell me, please, because I don't know. <laughs> it was rough. I mean, I come from a family that's not the most functional. It was a little bit dysfunctional. And when I first moved to Switzerland, I I didn't know how to function, how to like have an opinion and stand by your opinion and be like, I want this. I didn't know how to do that. I didn't know how to say like one, <laughs> one kind of weird example is when we first came to visit for the first time, right before I went to fly back to the U.S. by myself. My husband's family was like, let's go up to the Alps. You're leaving tomorrow, let's go up to the mm. Alps. And I had just started my period and I was in mm. so much pain. Mm. And I didn't know how to say, no. I don't want to do that. Mm -hmm. Because it was his whole family, all of his siblings, mm. his parents that were like, yeah, let's do it. And I felt like, I have to do it. I have to just suffer yeah. through this. Yeah. And so it took me a long time to be able to say, like, I need this. Mm. I don't want this. And just, like, the smallest little things that I... Now I'm like, oh, that's so simple. Why was that such a struggle? But just coming from the family that I come from, joining a new family. And luckily my husband is the most patient person ever. But he was able to, like, if, if, if he felt like... If he could sense that something wasn't okay, he would literally have to, like, get it out of me. And it would take time of, like, well, you seem kind of tired today. Do you think that this is something, like, and he was so sweet. So I feel like, luckily, it was, even though it was kind of a dumb decision to get married so young and move to a new country so young, I got so lucky with my husband, how he was always so patient with me and always gave me the space to grow and to discover myself and he always one thing that I love about our marriage is that we have never expected the other person to stay the same I think when you get married so young you expect the other person to change and to develop and you get to watch that person change and develop and instead of being like whoa you're not the person that I married you can be like wow look at how you're developing like wow you're turning into such an amazing person And so I feel really blessed that that was the situation that I came into because sometimes I'm like, what if he would have been such a jerk? Like, what if we would have gotten married and he would have been abusive? Mm. And I was in a new country, had no money, had no, like, what would I have done? Mm. <laughs> so I feel very blessed that that's, I just got lucky. Beautiful. Yeah. You totally attracted that. <laughs> I hope so. But so it was more about expressing your truth in this new environment that you learn how to express yourself yeah then adapting actually yeah. yeah of course you did but the more most important part was how do i tell people my needs exactly mm. yeah interesting and if you could write a note to your younger self what would it be in only two words mm, two words can I tell an experience instead for sure 
So um, you can you can choose to to think of this in a way of like messages from the universe or messages okay. from God or whatever. Mm-hmm. But growing up. I'm such the black sheep of my family. It's, like, ridiculous how different I am from from most of my family. And growing up, I sometimes felt like, I don't belong here. Like, this is... Why am I here? This is not where I'm supposed to be. I don't fit in here. I don't feel at home here. And so I would just, like, pray to God and be like, is this really where I'm supposed to be? Like, I I don't feel like it is. And I always got the same message saying, have hope for the future. I know that's not two words, but that's like, (laughs) that's like every time, like the first time I got that message, I was four years old. And every time I would have like really struggle, like I don't belong here. At four years old. At four years old. Yeah. And like at four years old, 12 years old, 15 years old, I always got the same message. Have hope for the future. And now I'm like, this is what it was. This is what I had to go through that to get here. And I'm like, mm-hmm. it was so worth it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So it, it, I know that that's not me saying something to my younger self, but yeah. I'm kind of like twisting it. That's like the <laughs> message I always got from God to the universe or whatever you mm-hmm. want to believe it is. Mm-hmm. It's just have hope. So, yeah, because it can always change for the better. Yeah, exactly. Nice. Yeah. What would you recommend to people who want to become self-employed creatively? Um, I don't know, doing something creative. I honestly think... So I started my business just as the blanketed term, I'm a photographer. Mm -hmm. And I shot babies and weddings and portraits and I did everything. And it was such a slow growth. And I felt really... um, What's the word? Discouraged by it. Because I felt like... Sometimes I would get... get shoot. I would book a shoot that I was so excited about. And other times I would book a shoot that I was like... Oh crap, I don't know what I'm doing. Like, I don't know how to pose a family. Mm -hmm. And sometimes... It was just... It was just like so different all the time. And then last year I worked with a um, a business coach and mm-hmm. she really encouraged me to niche down. Mm-hmm. And I was so afraid. I was like, I'm going to lose yes. all my business. Yeah. <laughs> and she was like, what is, the fav- what is your favorite thing to shoot? And I said, female entrepreneurs. And she said, there you go. There's your business. Mm-hmm. You need to rebrand yourself. You need to refocus. And I feel like it's so important. Well, since then, my business has grown like three times than what it was in just the past year and I feel so grateful that I did it Mm -hmm. but now I feel like I'm known for something Mm -hmm. I am known as the female entrepreneur photographer Mm -hmm. and I feel like now I can start slowly expanding to other things like for example I'm adding video branding videos but I also just get to work on my favorite work which is incredible like I'm making more money I get to do my favorite work all the time. I'm known for something. I have a reputation. And like, what else could I ask for? So I feel like really start off with a niche. And I don't think maybe in the beginning, 
you don't need to niche because I think you need to find what you want first. Mm -hmm. So maybe just let your creativity run wild and try everything. And then once you've figured it out, niche down. Mm -hmm. But I do think that it's important to find that place where you shine. Yes. And you don't need to add all the extra stuff. I don't need to be doing weddings and everything else. That's just, that's not where I belong. Nice. (laughs) So beautiful. Yeah, I think I want to end on that because I had more questions, but it's fine. We can do it. <laughs> Sorry, it talked so long. No. <laughs> we can do another podcast on the differences between US, Switzerland, and the culture yeah. and all this, and the humor that we were talking about before. <laughs> How different yes. it is here. Nobody thinks I'm funny here, yeah. but I'm hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thank you, Ali. It was no a pleasure. Thanks it was for super having fun. Me. This was the whole so day. fun. <laughs> Thank you for listening.